Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Communications Manager at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, I'm happy to introduce my guest, Sarah Hines. She's the Production Manager at Proof Extracts. She recently participated in a cage match, which is a little different than how it sounds, but we'll talk more about that later. It took place during the evening of our California Cannabis Business Conference in Anaheim, California. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you, Bethany. I'm glad to be here. Great. I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, let's let's learn more about your background and, and what you were doing prior to getting involved in this fast-growing cannabis industry and movement? Sure. So um, my background before I ever got into cannabis uh, really started because I was studying chemistry in college. I went um, to the Evergreen State College up in Washington, and Washington actually went recreational while I was there. But that's not what I was studying chemistry for originally. I was uh, geared towards pre-med, and I worked in medicine for about five years, uh, initially as a medical scribe and ultimately at a medical scribe agency as a consultant. So essentially I was doing medical legal documentation work with and working really closely with doctors. Um, so there I got to see firsthand, um, like really especially in family practice and pain management, um, how cannabis was so useful to patients and um, especially patients with really difficult to treat diseases. Um, so even more so once recreational went live there in Washington um, and Oregon, most doctors still wouldn't touch cannabis um, for legal reasons, for insurance reasons. Um, and so recreational was was kind of this off the record way for patients to get what they needed out of um, out of the plant. So um, gotcha. So yeah, that was my background. Ultimately. 
yeah, um, ultimately, I never really felt comfortable diving into uh, medical school deeper for a few reasons, but partially um, for what I was talking about, that uh, practicing medicine was really limited uh, and little room for passion. The doctors I worked for were mostly really burnt out, so I, after mm. I spent some time in the medicine, um, I really kind of just kept my options open. Gotcha. So you were seeing um, conversations between patients and doctors, and they were they were telling their doctors, "I'm using cannabis," and the doctor saying, "Well, I don't know about that." Or, or how was that? Well, it was a little bit of half and half. I worked with a lot of different doctors in a lot of different specialties, and it really depended. Some doctors, like you said, were kind of um, resistant to it, and we're trying to get them onto um, more traditional prescription medications. And on the opposite side, I saw a lot of doctors saying, listen, you can go to a club and you can um, get uh, cannabis as an alternative medicine and see how that works. Because, mm. you know, especially for patients that were having a lot of trouble with side effects on the more traditional medications. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it was it was a little bit of skepticism, but also a little bit of doctors saying, try it, see what happens. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So what was that moment that thrust you into the actual cannabis industry and movement here? Some people have a personal story, maybe a, a relative who benefited from it, or maybe the social justice side of it. What would you say is yours? Well, um, for me, it was, it was really... A chance encounter that got me actually into cannabis. Um, I had a friend who had a friend who um, was starting up a cannabis manufacturer, and through word of mouth, they heard that I was a chemist and that you know I was interested in cannabis. And so they contacted me and asked me if I would be interested in um, being involved in cannabis manufacturing. So. Um, it was really chance for me, but given my background um, and knowing how cannabis was so helpful in so many patients' lives, and you know, it's it's always been kind of a part of my life in the sense that it is with most people on the West Coast, where it, you know, it always seemed like a harmless um, and really uh, a harmless drug and a drug with a lot of potential. Um, so I dove right in. <laughs> Gotcha. So it sounds like you weren't nervous about taking your career into the cannabis industry. It seemed like a natural fit. Yeah, I would say, you know, a lot of people asked me about that when I first switched from uh, medicine to cannabis. But more often than not, it was it was mostly supportive. Um, and I think that considering I was on the West Coast, um, Sorry about that. Um, considering Where it's a little was, more normal, yeah. Yeah, it was a little bit more normal, and um, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't have too much trouble actually, and uh, especially when I was telling the doctors I was working with, a lot of them were really excited by the prospect that there was, you know, that I was going into it and that it was growing in popularity. Ah, interesting. Cool. All right. So now you find yourself the production manager at proof extracts um tell tell me more about uh how long you've been there uh what your day-to-day -day is like and more about the company itself sure so um i joined proof about a year ago um i met the ceo matthew um 
right before I came down and I just immediately felt like this was the right company. I mean, we focus on CBD products. We have CBD tinctures and capsules um, on the market and um, it was really, it was a small group. So I was the fifth employee of the company and the last one up until we hired a production team to make our tinctures and capsules earlier uh, just a few months ago. So we're still a very small team and everybody involved is just really, really passionate about what we're doing. So as soon as I met the team and um, Matthew and really understood the values and, and what we are trying to accomplish here, I was I was sold. So, um, so yeah, in the last year, we basically have gone from having one little warehouse with a borrowed extractor doing CO2 and a little bit of um, distillation. We have grown from that to um, two warehouses. We've got a B2B side where we do bulk extraction and distillation, and we've got our product line that's actually been super successful in the last few months and has been growing really rapidly. So it's been a really fun experience. Oh, wow. So so not only do you create your own products, but you're also creating for other brands who, who need the extraction. Yep, absolutely. Oh, great. Were you involved in the... Um, Probably not the like the branding or packaging or or what the what the product looks like when you see it on the shelf at a dispensary. Yeah, actually, um, I was involved in that a little bit. So we had started with the CBD tinctures and capsules before I came on, but um, that was pre 2018, and it was really just for friends, family, and our little medical collective. So once everything went recreational here in California. Um, we expanded on that and it and I was part of kind of figuring out the compliance and the packaging and we really kind of revamped all of our products to make them ready for the recreational market and um, and everything that was involved in that. Gotcha. Are your extractions uh, primarily used for um, concentrate and tinctures or are there other products that your extractions end up finding themselves in? Well, um, on our side, we we extract and we distill, and we use that distillate in our tinctures and in our capsules. Um, as far as what we're making for other companies, um, we have clients that are doing topicals. We have clients that are doing pens. We're kind of uh, mm-hmm. run the gambit on that. Oh, cool. Excellent. So... Is there anything new coming out for the company in the next year? I mean, California going from medical to adult use certainly, I'm, I'm sure, expanded your company. So is, is there anything new or exciting coming down the line that you can talk about? Yeah, well, we actually just released a THC tincture. So all of our products up until now have been CBD-rich and CBD-based, but um, we wanted to expand into the market of longtime patients who've been using higher levels of THC and the more recreational um, side of the demographic. So, yeah, we right now we just released a tincture that's 900 milligrams THC mm. um, in a tiny little bottle, so it's perfect for those kind of discrete and um, potent products, yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm personally a fan of, of good products that have some CBD in them and just a little bit of THC. Um, 
a good balance there. I like finding products that have good ratio. And it's interesting to see some of these other cannabinoids like CBG, CBN, and how they're going to start becoming more important to the consumer as well. I, I really love seeing those, um, the labels, the labels on products that tell me exactly how much THC, CBD, and if and if the lab happens to track other cannabinoids, that's super great information. And I think there's so much to be to be learned and explored with some of these lesser known cannabinoids. So I'm hoping to see more of that in the future myself, personally speaking. <laughs> Agreed. I, I think that's a really interesting and exciting um, thing that's going to be coming down the line is a little bit more education on what those other cannabinoids are and, and what they're useful for. And um, yeah, I'm excited about that as well. Awesome. All right, let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and talk more with Sarah Hines and maybe get into that cage match. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice weekly podcast on Cannabis Radio. I'm Bethany Moore with the National Cannabis Industry Association, and I've been talking with Sarah Hines, the production manager of Proof Extracts. Um, So I I was hinting about this cage match that took place during the California Cannabis Business Conference just, just a few weeks ago. It is a really funny name for an event, and I remember seeing people come up to that booth and go, what, cage match? Like, are people fighting? Like, what is that? What's it all about? So what what was that event? What was the reason for it? And what did it achieve? No one was actually throwing punches. So 
what was it really? <laughs> right. So <laughs> the cage match, um, it's put on by Marijuana Media. Uh, I think this was their second cage match. Uh, their first was in the at the NCAA event in San Jose, which actually our R&D manager here at Proof, Casey, got to be involved in that one. Um, but basically what it is, is it's a head-to-head on the different forms of extraction and the pros and cons of each. So no punches were thrown, but it was a healthy <laughs> educational debate. Um, and I think it was really brilliant of Marijuana Media to structure it that way because um, I think by nature, extraction can get a little technical and dry for a live audience. So having a more playful um, kind of debate competition setup was a great way to structure a really interesting and educational event. Gotcha. So so they took the traditional panel discussion and gave it a bunch of Red Bull, basically, and <laughs> exactly. amped it up. Let's give these guys caffeine. Um, so you took on the defense of ethanol extractions versus some of the other types. Was that kind of randomly assigned to you, or is that kind of your your personal preference for extraction. Yeah, um, no, it is It is my personal preference and it's what we use here at Proof. So it's, uh, I have the most experience in it as well. Each, um, each member of the panel represented their company and um, how they use their extraction and how okay. their method of extraction works for their company and why. So that's why I was representing ethanol there. Okay, got it, got it. So there are a few uh, extraction methods and even some new ones have come out just in the last few years, at least since I've been aware of the extractions. Um, So we have ethanol extraction, which you defended. Uh, There's a few other types. Can you kind of go over what the what the different extraction methods are and the differences and maybe just a few quick pros and cons of each? Sure. Um, So one really common and well-known method is hydrocarbons, um, the most common being butane. Um, So the quick pros and cons of hydrocarbons is that it gives you a great product right off the bat in terms of color and potency. the cons are that they do bring over a lot of waxes that require post-processing with ethanol. Um, And the solvent itself can be pretty toxic. Um, Hydrocarbons are not the safest of all materials, Um, so it requires a bigger build-out. And in California specifically, it requires a different type of manufacturing license because of the volatility of of that solvent. Um, So with that build-out, it can be extremely costly. Yeah, I've I've noticed with butane products, I I believe, there's a taste that comes through. It's almost like a gasoline taste when you're vaping a butane extraction uh, and I always found that a little off-putting but but it's interesting that it's seen as a little bit more of a, a a better product in one way but then you have to do more processing for it later. Sure and carbon dioxide is very similar in those regards where it gives you a really nice product um, but with those same waxes that require some post-processing 
And the big difference is that while you don't need that big build out like you do with hydrocarbons, um, the extractors themselves deal with extremely high pressures and can end up being very costly. Um, and the throughput is is much lower. So it's harder to extract in large volumes with carbon dioxide. Okay, so it's harder on the machines to do it. Well, it's um, it's a more it's a more elaborate machine, I would say, um, okay. because you're having to get the carbon dioxide into a supercritical fluid state, which requires extreme pressures. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so that's uh, butane and, uh, and carbon dioxide. And carbon dioxide. Okay. Um, another. Uh, extraction method that was represented there was um, a solventless or mechanical extraction um, and that's a whole different class of its own so whereas ethanol carbon dioxide and um, hydrocarbons you're dissolving your material in an, in that solvent um, solventless mechanical extraction is a whole different form so it's essentially just removing those trichomes off the plant in a mechanical way so it's it's harder to compare them all because they're so different but um um, the benefit of that is that you get really get the essence of the plant and you don't have to worry about any toxic or harmful chemicals or removing solvent. There's no big build out or machinery, but it's similarly difficult to scale that process. Um, and it's not as selective. So it takes more if you're trying to get to that high potency refined material that you would see in, in pens or dabs, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a whole lot of that. Um, in the products I've personally used. I'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, uh, the last uh, extraction method that was represented was ethanol. Um, as you mentioned, that was the one I was representing. Um, and the great thing about ethanol is that it's generally safe to use. Um, it's very versatile in, in the end product. You can kind of tailor your process to get either a really refined product right off the bat or something more full spectrum. Um, and the biggest selling point is that it's hyper efficient for cannabis. The throughput is virtually limitless and um, depending on your machinery, folks are extracting up to thousands of pounds in a day with that solvent so um, the scalability is unrivaled um, the downside with that is that it's hard to keep up with solvent recovery because you're using huge volumes of ethanol that you then need to remove the product or the way that it works is removing the ethanol itself so gotcha okay yeah so thanks for that overview I think that's helpful for, for listeners as well who, who aren't totally clear on the differences as well. Um, so there's probably a lot to learn about extractions. Is, is, is there more to be done as far as, you know, is there going to be a new extraction method that comes out next year or is this pretty much the science we're dealing with? Oh, no, there's, there is so much, uh, coming down the line in terms of extraction. I think, you know, while a lot of these methods have been around for a while, um, the scalability is just now really being pushed, especially here in California, as well as in Canada with these huge markets coming online. Um, keeping up with that is something that, you know, the industry is innovating all the time on scalability, but um, not just scalability. There's a lot of mixed media, mixed solvents, um, 
there's a lot of different things coming out. And I would say not just next year, but in the next few months, we'll see a ton of different extraction methods coming into popularity that we've never heard of before. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, if, if someone came up to you and said, hey, I want to get involved in extraction, um, would you have any advice for them about how, how to get into the cannabis industry extraction world? You know, I would say um, that with extraction, the best way to get into it is find an engineer or a chemist who has a lot of background. Because as I was saying with the level of innovation in this, um, you really got to kind of stay on your toes and be coming up with new ideas all the time to stay relevant and keep up with the changes because um, nothing is stagnant. You can't just learn one thing and and do that for a few years it's gonna um, be changing all of the time wow yeah sounds that way good advice all right we're going to take one last commercial break and then we'll come back and wrap our conversation with sarah hines of proof extracts so stay tuned we'll be right back ncia's cannabis industry voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches, allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z dot com. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, and we've been chatting with Sarah Hines from Proof Extracts, learning a lot about popular extraction methods and the pros and cons of each and the future of the extraction industry, which apparently there's some really cool innovations coming down the line. 
So Proof Extracts is a member of NCIA. Thank you for your membership. Thanks for supporting federal cannabis policy reform. And of course, attending our events and conferences like the California Cannabis Business Conference. Um, so you, you did the cage match, obviously, which was super cool. Um, you also got a chance to check out the conference itself and and maybe sit in on some panels or meet some cool people on the expo floor. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this was actually my first trade show in the cannabis industry and it was really eye-opening for me. I mean, for one, I found a solution to a packaging problem that I had been looking for for months just by walking around the expo floor. So that was really exciting. Oh, great. Um, I'm so glad to hear that. That's awesome. Absolutely. And also, um, hearing the panelists was really eye-opening because, you know, I think all of us get really, really deep into our segment of the supply chain and getting some context about all of the other facets of the industry really lends context to what I'm doing and, and and, um, you know, what I can do to make my side easier for everybody else and vice versa. So it's it was a really great opportunity for that. I'm glad they let you out of the lab for a little while to socialize. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's rare that us nerds get to leave the lab. <laughs> That's great. I'm glad to hear. Of course, our next um, major conference is coming up in February 2019 in Boston. It's our Seed to Sales show. That show is very much focused on the life cycle of the plant rather than some of the ancillary supportive businesses in our industry like the lawyers or marketing people. Seed to Sale Show is very much plant to product and maybe packaging. That's about it. It's it's the life cycle of the plant right before it gets to the consumer. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot more interesting things going on um, with regards to exploring extraction and cultivation and everything in between. Um, so I hope some of your team from Proof can haul ass all the way from California over to Boston in February to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we have uh, our our usual events, the uh, quarterly cannabis caucuses that many of our members have attended over the last few years. Uh, we're going to continue those into 2019, but I'm also excited to talk about a couple of other similar but slightly different types of events. Um, we have industry socials that are coming up, and we're taking those to s certain markets. And we're also um, going to do a harvest celebration in October in lieu of a quarterly caucus. So the industry socials, we're going to emerging markets. We're going to the heartland. We're going to different parts of the country that we haven't been to before because they're, they're just getting on their footing, but they don't have exposure to the industry yet um, unless they traveled to one of our trade shows or something. So, um, you know, we'll be in Salt Lake City, Utah for the first time ever, for example. Um, St. Louis, Missouri, cities like that. So I'm really That's excited. Exciting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, so, so I look forward <laughs> to all the events coming in 2019 as well. Um, so we are just about out of time here, but Sarah, I want to thank you again for being on the show. It's been great to talk to you. Um, you're a, a, a woman in STEM, which is fantastic, and, and I'm, I'm guessing the world of extraction and cultivation, um, the ratio of men to women is um, kind of slim. So um, it's, it's great to have 
you and to be able to promote um, a woman on our platform as well as we continue to create the um, the best industry that we can all together. So thank you again for taking the time to share your knowledge today. Absolutely. Thank you, Bethany. And I hope that there are other women extractors out there listening and realizing that there's not only one or two of us. <laughs> Great. Where can people find more information about proof extracts? Um, you can find us at proofextracts.com or on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at proof at, excuse me at proof extracts. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks again for your time today. And thanks to everyone out there for listening to yet another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.